Good morning, living word. Good morning. Welcome to a new day. This is the day that the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Give God thanks for a brand new day. Amen. Certainly love that song. No matter how rough and tough it's life is, we're still going to make it start all over again. Amen. Yeah, sometimes we gotta start all over, right? And sometimes we just need a fresh start. Need a little favor of God on our lives, and he will make things all right. We may have to cry sometimes, but weeping is only for a night. Joy comes in the morning. So let me just give a big shout out to everybody to wake up this morning. It's a beautiful day, and there's so many possibilities that's available for us and so many opportunities also. That's available for us in this day. And let's make use of every good opportunity that comes our way. Don't cast it off because some things only come once in a lifetime. And so if you have one of those life-changing opportunities and you prayed about it and God has made a way for it for you, don't be afraid. Step out on faith because you may not have that opportunity again. Amen. I want to talk about the flavor of favor today, the flavor of favor. And the reason why I say favor has flavor, because I believe when when you're walking in favor, it's always sweet. <laughs> it's always good. Favor is always good. I don't know if any such thing as bad favors. No, favor is always good. Somebody do you a favor. It always brings good to you, always make you smile. And so I think favor has a flavor, and it's a sweet flavor, right? Like favor is like candies, like honey on your lips. That's what favor really is. <laughs> so I want to talk about the flavor of favor today and, you know, how it is to have God's favor. How do we get God's favor on our lives? How can we walk in favor? How can we see God's hand? Um, show us preference, right? Because that's what favor really is. And favor, the Bible defines it as, as the gracious, undeserved kindness and blessing that God bestows upon his people, right? Undeserved, right? Favor, you know, when somebody do your favor, you know, some favors are deserved. You know, people do it for you because you're deserving of it. But God's favor on our lives is always undeserved. Right, God just chooses us to just pour out His favor upon us. The blessing, the greatest favor, actually, that God has done for us as mankind is to send His Son Jesus Christ to die in our stead. And he paid the price for you and my sins. That's an that's an absolute amazing favor. There's no better favor. There's no greater favor than that, you know, that Christ died for our sins. And then God is preparing a place for us all because he favors us. He chooses us. He positions us. He has a plan for our lives. That is an amazing favor, God's undeserved favor. 
In Psalm, Psalm 5 and verse 12, we read, For surely, O Lord, you bless the righteous, you surround them with your favor as with a shield. Imagine that. You have a shield of favor over your life. You bless God. The Bible says he blesses the righteous with favor, not the unrighteous. I want us to see that. It's very, very important. We're going to talk a little bit more, a little bit more about that. Um, as I said before, that all blessings come with a condition. And if you, um, if you fit the, or if you meet the condition, then you can have an expectation of the blessing or the promises that are attached to that condition. Whatever the condition the Bible is says there is, that you meet that condition, you can now create an expectation that what that word says should manifest in your life. And if it's not manifesting, then you could pray with confidence um, to your heavenly father and say, Father, you said in your word that if I do such and such, this is what you would do. And I have done such and such, my expectation. I want to remind you that you said you can never go back on your word. You are her promise keeper. And certainly God will respond when we pray with such confidence. Right? And so but we must have confidence. And so he will bless the righteous. He will surround them with favor. And the, the Passion, Trans Passion Translation puts it this way. Lord, how wonderfully you bless the righteous. Your favor wraps around each one and covers them under your canopy of kindness and joy. Right? So God's favor, it brings us to a place of joy. Why? Because God is so kind to us. That's what I'm saying. Favor always makes you feel good, right? Because if God is wrapping you with kindness and joy, that's a good feeling. That's nothing bad about that. There's no negative in favor. It's all positive. Amen. It's all positive. And so there's a protective shield that is known as favor. So God can even protect you. Favor is a protective shield. Amen. You ever be around people, work around people who, you know, the bosses give them preference. And sometimes you just really can't stand it because sometimes you feel they don't deserve it. But hey, they have the eyes for the, you know, they have the favor of the boss. And so they can do no wrong. Well, we're sort of like that in God's eyes. He wraps his favor around us. He loves us. Undeserved kindness that he's bestowed upon us. And all we can do is lift our hands and say, Lord, thank you. And making sure that we're doing the things that he called us to do. Right. So how do we, you know, how do we attract God's favor in our life? Number one, it involves righteousness. Right. And so the pathway to God's favor always involved a commitment to righteous living, right? Um, in Genesis 6, verse 8, this is um, 7, it says, And the Lord said, I will wipe the human race I have created from the face of the earth. Yes, and I will destroy every living thing, all the people, the large animals, the small animals that scurry along the ground, even the birds of the sky. And I am sorry I ever made them. I was so upset with the human race that he decided to wipe them off the face of the earth. But verse 8 says, but Noah found favor with the Lord. <clears throat> and if you continue, go to verse 9, this is why Noah had favor with God. It says, um, Noah was a righteous man. 
the only blameless person living on earth at the time, and he walked in close fellowship with God. Hey, relationship with God will bring the favor of God on your life. <laughs> Obedience to God's word, it does such wonders for your life. It really does. Let's not discount that. Let's not minimize that, how important our relationship with God is and our association with his word in our lives. You cannot have a relationship with God without you being obedient to his word. Right? You really can't. His obedience to his word prove that you love him and prove that you um, reverence him and you trust him when you're walking and you're living your life according to his word. So, so important that we understand, we learn righteousness and uh, make sure our lives are pleasing to God. Matter of fact, pleasing God should be your chief aim. It should really be your chief aim. Nothing should be above that chief aim. Not making money, not having kids, none of that. The most important thing in your life should you to be pleasing to God. It should be. And if that's not your chief aim, then I'm sorry for you. Your priorities are way off. The Bible says you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, strength. And, you know, and everything else will come after that. And so your chief aim should be to please God. So here it is. The Bible says Noah was the only person living on the earth at that time that found favor with the Lord. One, one man. And because of him, his family was saved. And because Noah had favor with God, his family was saved. Yeah. And so it's important that we check our relationship with God. Are we walking in righteousness? Are we doing the things that God has called us to do? Amen. Are we living holy? Um, are we loving? Are we kind? Right? Um, are we just people who just have a life uh, with the chief aim to be pleasing to God. I really, I've always said this and I'm going to say it again. I believe the greatest testimony in scripture is the testimony that Enoch had that he was pleasing to God. And because he was pleasing to God, God took him, right? And so just as how Noah's righteous life distinguished him uh, from everybody else on the face of the earth, um, he received God's favor and God's favor was manifest in the extraordinary preservation of his family and the animal kingdom during the flood, right? It's because of God's favor on his life and God, it's God's favor was manifest in this manner that Noah's family was preserved and the animal kingdom was also preserved simply because God found a man that was walking righteously and who he just poured out his favor upon him right so what is the next how how would he also so walk in the righteousness but i talked about obedience trust and obedience is the next aspect of attracting divine favor and if we go back to the book of genesis chapter 22 we talk about the story of abraham how he was willing to sacrifice his son isaac in obedience to god and as a result god reaffirms his covenant with Abraham and promises blessings beyond measure. Amen. You see, when we are walking and we are trusting God, the Bible says trust in the Lord with all your heart 
Lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. God will direct your path. God will show you favor when you trust and obey him. Trust and obey him. I mean, what God asked Abraham to do is unthinkable. <laughs> yes, and my mind is unthinkable. I'm sure in your mind is unthinkable too. But he trusted God that if, even if he slew his son Isaac, God would raise him back up again. See how much trust he had in God? And because he has such trust in God, we are now blessed. We are the seed of Abraham. And we, Abraham's blessing is now upon us because of the obedience, the trust, and the obedience of one man. Amen. And so we give God. Thanks for that. You know, favor also can allow you and cause you to overcome many challenges. Yeah, let's talk about the life of Joseph also in the book of Genesis, right? So despite facing slavery, imprisonment, right? His Joseph unwavering faith and integrity drew God's favor, ultimately leading to Joseph um, being the ruler of Egypt. Right, great influence in Egypt. Only the only Pharaoh was above him. Why? Because he he his life. He had a life of integrity. Right. He had a life of honesty. He refused to sin against his God. And because of that, you see, when you have a life of integrity, when you're walking in honesty and integrity, and you will not compromise your morals, you will attract the favor of God on your life. Amen. So important that we do that. So you see, we take those things for granted. We cannot take anything for granted because God is watching everything we do. And when he's pleased with us, no good thing will he withhold from us. Amen. And so God can bless you no matter where you are. You know, if you walk, you know, Joseph was in prison, but he was still, um, had God's favor on him so much so that they gave him charge of all the prisoners, <laughs> no matter where he went, because he carried the favor of God with him because of his honesty, because of his integrity. They trusted him and put him in charge of everything. So God can bless you, but make sure you're walking in integrity, you're walking in honesty, you're doing the things that you know is right. The Bible said to him that know the right thing to do and does not do it unto that person that it is sin. And so if you know the right thing to do and you refuse to do it, even though you're not doing anything, not doing some things, and be considered at time sinful. Amen. So you make sure that you're walking in honesty, you're walking in integrity, and you're doing the things that God has called you to do. God could also show you favor in the workplace. We look at Daniel. Daniel maintained his commitment to God, amen, and even though the decree went out that you cannot pray to any other God for the next 30 days, he maintained his commitment to God, and because of that, God gave him favor in the workplace, and he was put in charge of everything. He was the, he was the brightest, he was the smartest, but he was very, very committed to God. So your commitment to the work of God will attract God's favor. So no matter what you're going through, no matter what the issues, never, 
Never limit your commitment to the things of God. You just stay committed to God, no matter what people are saying, <clears throat> no matter what people are doing. Maintain your commitment to the ministry God has called you to because that attracts God's favor. Amen. And so I pray that today, this short podcast about how to attract God's favor and the flavor of favor, I said it's always good. And I pray that will open your eyes. And you will check yourself. The Bible said we must examine ourselves to make sure we're still in the faith. Make sure we're still doing the things that are right, the things that are pleasing to God, the things that are acceptable unto God. And because those things attract favor of God. And we, we just want to attract God's favor. We don't want to attract the wrath of God. We don't want to attract the judgment of God. We want the favor of God always in our lives. And so I pray that today's morning manna is a blessing to you and that you will remember that you want to attract favor and not wrath, right? And remember, the flavor of favor is always good. Let us pray. Father, I thank you again uh, for your word. Thank you for reminding us that your favor is like a shield. You cover us in your favor. You protect us with favor. And Father, we have always said favor ain't fair. We understand that quite well. For favor is a picking out, it's a choosing, it's showing preference. And Father, we thank you for picking us out of the crowd, God choosing us, positioning us, and showing us preference. And for this, we give you thanks. And I pray, God, that as we hear your words, we will line ourselves up with your word, that, God, we can attract your favor through righteous living, to doing the things you have called us to do, to trust you, to being obedient to your word. Hallelujah. Because, God, when we are obedient to your word, we attract your favor in our lives. Father, show us how to be strong. Your word tells us we ought to be strong in you and in the power of your might. But, Father, so many of us, Lord, don't really know how to be strong. And so I pray that your spirit will teach us, your spirit will lead us, God, and train our minds to be strong in you and in the power of your might that having done all, we can stand. Father, we give you thanks. We give you praise. We glorify you and bless your name. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.